Hello everybody and welcome back to the Aliens vs Predator Galaxy podcast. You're listening to episode 36. This is the beautiful dulcet tones of your usual host, Corporal Hicks. And joining me today are two other familiar voices. Bridge Top. Hey everyone. Xenomorphim. Hi. And it took a bit of arm twisting, but I kind of got him to come back on and join us. Um, you'll have heard him on the Alien Engineers uh, script episode that we did. It's who the fuck. Hi there. Uh, well, thanks for thanks for coming back on. Oh, thanks for inviting me back. What we're doing today is we're doing another script episode. We are doing Robert Rodriguez's original 1990s Predators script. Now, for a long time, this was, I think it'd be fair to say, it was quite an infamous, infamous script. You know, everybody'd heard about this 150 million dollar budgeted um, script that was set on a Spanish galleon in the 17th century. It was the only thing that people really knew about it. It's not entirely all there is to it, which of course we'll get on to. But, you know, everybody loved this idea. And I'm not going to lie, I loved it. I've spoken in the past about how I really, really want some sort of period piece Predator film. So when I finally got this original script on my desktop, I was thrilled. I couldn't wait to read it. And as you're going to find out, it is batshit crazy. <laughs> I think that would be a fair description, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. So, just for a bit of background on it, Robert Rodriguez was the guy who produced Predators anyway, as it came out. He did this script in the early 90s. The script itself is actually dated 96, although Rodriguez doesn't even seem to remember when he when he wrote this, because all the interviews he talked about 94 on the commentary for the, uh, the Predators, he said 95. But I'm going to go by what it says on the script, 1996. And it was done as, uh, it was a writing assignment. Fox had sort of put this, put this project out there. Somebody come and write as a Predator 3. Uh, Rodriguez was in the middle of, uh, it was in between films. So he took the assignment and he just went crazy with it. Whatever the hell he could think of, he threw in there. And it's interesting. So that is the background. Let's get on to the script. So it starts with, um, you know, the infamous, uh, the galleon and sailing across this ocean and this uh, folk on the top, people in chainmail and armor and they're battling invisible shapes on, on, on the top of the hull. It always sounds awesome. It's, you know, everything I've wanted to see. And then we get to some comment about a mix of primitive and advanced. It's not in the 17th century, it's... No. Who the fuck knows where it is, but people are using yeah. fancy pants technology and muskets and uh, swords. And Got flint cannons and shank mail, and yet they're also using shotguns and what the hell else. It's um, And yet they're on a Spanish galleon, and it is never explained at all. Uh, they don't say this is time travel, they just... It, you'd expect that it's a later come up in the story. It doesn't. That's what you're going to read it for. Don't... It just never gets explained. It's just a random, hang on, how many pages is it? Five, five pages of, um, this intro on this galleon that goes nowhere and is completely, 
not what the film is, the script is. So these guys keep fighting, you know, there's, to be fair, it did sound kind of cool. And then you get through all these pirates being killed and them fighting these uh, invisible creatures. And then you get to the war room and Dutch makes an appearance. Dutch, you know, Arnold, out of nowhere, on this Spanish galleon, on an alien planet, as it turns out. <sighs> I don't even know what's happening. Presumably in the future, given that, you know, they've all got, some of them have ray guns and stuff. Mm. And they're on another frigging planet. It's not on Earth. On Spanish Galleon, it literally says in the script, Spanish Galleon. It's not like a a mistaken thing. That is literally what was meant to be. The reader, he intends the reader to think it is an actual historical (laughs) antique ship. And they've all got this. It's it's a mixture of different technologies. They've all got strapped on. That's not explained either. And yet they're all pirates. And they just come along and they go, ah, Dutch. And they all surround him. You're coming with us. We're going off planet now. And that's what happens, basically. And it turns out that these invisible, (gasps) they're not predators they're uh, they're humans in in predator armor predator masks you know they've they've got the um, shoulder cannons which they call shoulder mounts on this one and they're there specifically for Dutch that that was their mission you know he's he's apparently a fugitive he's he's hiding from Earth this is in the way future remember so they would have had to have made Arnold look well, that was one thing I was going to say is it's not really explained how Dutch is still about because this is obviously no. quite a long way in the future yep they, they, they all fly around spaceships and stuff they don't. and it mentions that Dutch is older some of the technology you see he'd have to be like long gone by this point yeah and it's just hundred years old yeah <laughs> They never say how what the what the time frame is for this, which is something that also sort of irked me because you know as as you read it, you've got a slightly older Dutch, so that implies maybe ten, twenty years, maybe thirty years, and yet we're apparently some sort of spacefaring race. I mean, the kind of the whole crux of it hints on how that kind of technological advancement might have happened, but it does seem like a massive jump. Yeah, it's too radical a departure. They don't really explain it mm. it's that, like the galleon it's just that it, it's like he flung it in there and just didn't expect it but he just mm. carried on writing as fast as he could well to, to be fair i did like the notion of mankind using predator kit I, I thought it was pretty pretty intriguing i mean you sort of see it in in the finnish predators with the uh, nolan but you, you know it's not really it's not really done anything with or anything is it i mean yeah. even even in this it's not massively it's not something that they make an interesting make it interesting or make a big deal out of it but I, I just kind of like the idea of seeing mankind rock up with the with the tech. I guess in this script there is at least the whole preceding fight where you're kind of led to believe that they are predators mm. before yeah. you reveal they're not whereas in, in the finished film it was like he rocks up and two seconds later you realise it's it's a person in the suit. Mm. And I imagine that that opening sequence would have looked pretty friggin impressive. It just it doesn't serve any real purpose. No. Which I think is, is a theme that you'll find pretty much throughout the script, because yes. I, I don't know about you guys, but from reading interviews that Rodriguez did, and, I, you know, from reading the thing itself, it sounds like he, he didn't really take the project seriously. As it, you know, he didn't intend for it to be filmed, because whatever cool stuff that he could think of, what he considered cool, he just threw it on there on the page. It does come across like that. Yeah, I think he even admitted that in the commentary for Predators, which I watched recently. He was saying that he just kind of threw everything in there that he was thinking of, and he knew that that if they went with it, they would cut it and trim it. And it does say first draft on the script. So I think he was just kind of you know, letting his imagination run wild with this, and it shows. 
I mean, I, I, the thing is, I mean, sorry, I, um, I'm just saying, going to say, I mean, we, we, even when you're doing a first draft, like when we were having the podcast about the Alien versus Predator script by Peter Briggs, it has its own logical internal consistency. The problem with this script is that it completely does away with any internal logical consistency. There is none. We don't know what's no. happening. The script doesn't know what's and happening. I mean, there's a basic story structure, but there are huge parts. That there, there are big, huge whole sequences which are just WTF sequences. They're, they're, there's no real way to explain them. They're just there and then they move on. Like this it next is, bit. It, sorry, it, it is very much just sort of throw shit at the page and see what sticks kind of script. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like he just he just took a took a shotgun to it or something. It's just all <laughs> over the place. Pretty much. Did you ever see the um, the episode of South Park explaining how the Family Guy writers like, wrote their episodes? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. With the manatees. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's what this is like. <laughs> You know, it struck me when I was reading this, I was thinking if this, it feels very much like if this guy had written like a Riddick film, it feels a lot like that, the whole, taken as a whole. I had the same thought as well. Like it seemed that the premise was very similar to Riddick. Like, um, Dutch was this tough guy on the run, yeah. hiding on another planet in this, you know, primitive condition. It, it reminded me a lot of that and mercenaries are after him. Yeah. So I had that same thought as well. So, we've had the cool intro that will eventually make no sense, and <laughs> the, the the fighter, uh, well, you end up finding that there's this cloaked um, spacecraft, I think it was cloaked, sort of beside the ship, and they take off, they've got Dutch, they get him in the ship, and they nuke the crap out of the, um, the, the galleon for some reason. Now, I guess these guys are just mean. And the ship takes off into orbit. There's a total superficial moment where they completely set these guys up as villains because they, before they go off in this, this little fighter spacecraft thing, that they, you know, there's Dutch and there's the captain of the ship and he's saying, and they're saying, oh, you, you have to come with us to Earth to face Project. And he says, oh yeah, anything, just don't kill me. And then the guy just leans in and goes, well, you know what they say, beat. The captain goes down with the ship, and he just shoots his head off. It's really like Steven Seagal types. Mm, I think he might have been trying a bit too much to uh, be cheesy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty consistent throughout as well. And you know, these these guys end up being set up as just massive cocks, and <laughs> yes. they they make up the most of most of this script. Dutch barely speaks, and yeah, yeah. So they blow this shit out of the galley and they've murdered everybody. They've got Dutch. They head back and we end up into space. There's this massive mothership that apparently humanity now has interstellar travel. And it's just a bit of a walk and, well, not necessarily a walk and talk. They're just sort of um, taking him to to his cell. And I suppose that at this point they're just trying to set up Dutch being a badass because he's... You know, he's checking out everything around him, he's getting locations, who's where, what's what, and he pretty much tries to escape, and, you know, nearly makes it. Who was it who stopped him? It's the weird guy who's got an obsession with eating, isn't it? Cadillac. 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 I suppose we should talk a little bit about the um, the mercenaries that have been introduced, actually. There are a lot of them. 
Yeah, it was a massive, massive cast, wasn't it? Um, and oh, almost all of them, pretty indicative of the script, almost all of them exist solely to have something awful done to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no greater reason for them being there. And if anyone out there is wondering whether, because he brings in the character of Dutch, and you'd expect if Dutch is the lead character, there might be something about what's happened to him in the interim years. There really isn't. They just say something about he used to have medals coming out of his ass. They say later on the Predator specifically asked for Dutch. It all ends up being part of this war between mankind and Predators. Yeah, you'd expect him, because he's at this, it's basically like, you know, he's having a judgment with all these, like, you know, judge and jury and that. You'd expect him to at least protest the charges if he didn't do it. But he just he just stays there absolutely stoic and silent. So you're not the audience wouldn't have known either way. That's all this show though really, isn't it? I mean mm, yeah. Dutch has got to know at this point that there's fuck all he can say. And you know, he really doesn't talk a lot throughout this, does he? No, <laughs> he must. He must have like a dozen lines in the whole thing. Yeah. Although the lines that he does say very much sounded like lines Arnold would say in a movie. That was probably one of the best parts of the script for me. It was just imagining his voice reading some of those lines. Yeah, it's very easy to read his lines in this in the Arnold voice in your head. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you there. Oh, and we skip we skip by explaining a little bit about who the mercenaries are. So Wilson is. Their second in command, I think. He's, yeah. the, he's the head honcho, I think. He's, he's in charge. JC the captain. Jack. Uh, I oh, thought JC yeah. was his right hand man. No, that's, that's. Have I got that the wrong way around? Yeah, I think it's the other way around. So, Jack Carver is JC, as they call him in the script. He's like the captain of this ship, of this particular crew. And Wilson is, is the Sarge, is, is the opponent. And there's a lot of just random shitty characters pretty much throughout, um, it's like Doom, basically, the film adaptation of Doom. Cadillac is one you will remember yeah. for some other random crap that occurs later on. He has issues. Yeah. This this guy likes eating stuff. Everything. Some real strange stuff. Yes. Um, and that's sort of how we're introduced to him, is this guy just munching away on food. <laughs> Breadsticks, I think it is initially. Mm, yeah. But it gets weirder. One of the things I was kind of confused about is if whether or not like these were mercenaries or if it was an actual military unit, because it kind of yeah it plays they both take sides. Orders from the military. True, but but it was like a job when he talks to like this. It was described as like a good old southern boy type uh, general character over a yeah, screen. Yeah. Yeah, telling him yeah, to. It, it, it really didn't make sense to me either. Well, much like the um, the squad at the, in the in the first Predator, anyway. Mm-hmm. They they they're mercenaries, but they've got ranks and stuff, military ranks, and that's now. I don't think that's ever explicitly clear in the film. As I said, it's, it felt a lot mercenary wise. It just felt a lot like the film adaptation of Doom because it, they're on a mission. It's one of those. Sci-Fi Channel original productions. It felt that kind of. It didn't feel like a serious. No, it just like yeah, we're on a job. Yeah, we're the badasses. Blah 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 blah. Um, there's also um, the uh, the only real character I felt was like halfway memorable ish was um, what's that? Hardwick, I think the female doctor. Uh, the yeah. medic. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. the one female in the the story, just like eventually with predators. And the only one non-dickish character. Yeah, that's <laughs> I found it halfway memorable. And oh, that was a little bit of a, you know, let, let's make the one female character the uh, bleeding heart one. But then yeah, again, no, 
she she sound she sound to be a bit of a, a tough nut as well anyway. She's just not as much of a knobhead as everybody else. Mm. <laughs> and Did... apparently venereal diseases are airborne at that time in the future. <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of random bullshit lines in this. It felt very total recall, is <laughs> There's uh Dak was another character who I thought eventually came off as quite a bit of a poor man's Hudson. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was something in, in Predators that they tried to avoid with Stans, the prisoner. They mm. thought they thought he was coming off too hudson and tried to take that back a bit. And we're, we're going to just run into random friggin' characters throughout this entire thing. So I suppose we'll just crack on there. And so, like, like we, like these guys were saying earlier, there's this whole show trial of Dutch being, um, you know, sentenced for all sorts of random crap, and he's stood there not giving a shit. And they all sentence him, guilty, guilty, guilty. And these guys, these marines or mercenaries or whatever they are, think they're going to be taking him back to Earth. But plot twist: this uh, military general decides that they're not going to Earth. They're going to. Arca 6. Yeah. Because I don't know if it might be a play on Arkham. I don't know, but it's just Arca 6. Maybe it's like, oh, Arca 6! Yeah, we're going to Arca 6. Okay. The thing is, the thing I don't get is they all react like Arca 6 is a big deal, but then no one actually knows what it is until they look it up. No. Yeah. It struck me as a bit strange. It says here, it's a vastly underused facility, never realised its full potential as a dumping site for unwanted debris. But yet later on you find out that's like Predator HQ, and you're thinking, mm. what? Mm. <laughs> the Saddler the General here. Yeah, yeah so Saddler's um, the military general, the, the one that's described as the, the good old boy. He's sort of in it here and towards the end, if I remember rightly. We meet him again, don't we? Yeah, he later. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did like the way his uh, his dialogue was done in the script. Uh, I think Rodriguez did get that down. The whole like, oh, he's a he's a southern boy, and I imagined like, you know, Kevin Spacey type character in House of Cards or Leonardo DiCaprio in Django Unchained, like just this so stereotypically southern, um, you know, character who's in charge of things. It was it was cool how he did it. I thought that's kind of his stink, though, isn't it? Is a is a Texan himself, isn't isn't Robert? He's he's Mexican. But he, he's, I think he's grown up in the South. I'm sure, I'm sure that's where Troublemaker is based as well, isn't that where they shot Predators? Yeah, but I mean, Texas is, is different than like the, the deep South, you know, the, the Eastern South in the US. And that's, that's what they mean when they're talking stereotype South. No. And Texas is kind of like halfway there, but as, as far as culture goes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's British ignorance right here. I apologize. Anybody from that region, I'm sorry. So where, where are we? We're, we're, we're on the bre- we're on the instruction step. And Sadler's um, explaining that, well, it's sort of coercing them, I suppose. Um, he offers them double pay, doesn't mm, it? And that, that's pretty much just what turns it around. And they're like, hells yes, we're going to Arcus. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, another bunch of random characters as they're all just sort of, oh no, there's a change. Oh wait, no, it's money, that's fine. And that's when we meet um, Hardwick. It's, it's when we meet a nice, relatively nice character who's uh, popping into popping into the cell to deal with Dutch. And isn't this when he actually starts to talk? Yeah. 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 So she's Hardwick's explaining the situation to Dutch. And he's, you know, giving her some stick. They drug him, don't they? Yeah, they knock him out to him. And then we get a bit of a bit of um, back and forth between uh, JCAD, the commander of the ship, and Dutch. And we learned 
a little bit more, I guess, at this point. Well, they've now arrived at Arthur Six, and they're just about to, to set down. He's been out like 13 days. Yes, yes. So it's like, yeah. And it's just a bit of exposition about what's cracking off, really. Very little of interest at this point. It, it sort of goes a little bit into what Dutch has been up to without really telling you anything. Hmm. <laughs> I suppose there's this bit about him giving up his uniform and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really about him. I'm not seeing anything else. No, they're just trekking through the jungle. Interesting. Oh, we get a comment that Arcus 6 is a preservation facility, even though apparently it was all quite scary earlier. I think um, there is another similarity with um, what we eventually see in Predators, where they come across a totem, and it's all mysterious. And I think there's quite... I don't want to say quite a lot, but there's some very obvious, several obvious... Um, Elements that were that were retained for the predators that was filmed, mm. which I, I didn't think were terrible. I guess. I mean, I I like this idea that we're going to find out. Well, we're, we're going to find out that Arcus Six is is like a predator preserved planet, like we're getting predators. I like that. And you get Predator Jesus in this one too. Mm. <laughs> we, we get we get crucified, which I think is actually cool. Isn't it? He's crucified in this one. Yeah, it's like an, an X shape platform yeah. or something. Yeah. So these guys all get kitted up, and oh no, there's a little bit of foreshadowing here. Um, so they're still they're still on the ship. They're heading heading to land, and Wilson, the second in command, is everybody notices he's got a hickey. He's got a red mark on his uh, on his neck, <sighs> and you know you don't know the importance of it now that they're all joking with him, saying that he's been uh, shacking up with the doctor, with the doctor, doctor Hardwick. And again, more, more, more bollocks here, more posture in between <laughs> them. It's, it's a lot of, uh, this is almost like they're just trying to imitate the, the macho-ness of, of Predator. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, the tone of it, it's, it struck me as like the alien resurrection of the Predator yeah. series if you took away the humour and art direction. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's a pretty good, uh, Description of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people complain that Predator Two is pretty, pretty cheesy, and that's that's one of the the downsides of that film. But yeah, some, that's a masterpiece compared to this. This script is just. <laughs> oh man, it, it, the, the dialogue reeks. The characters reek. Oh, if if this had been filmed, I guarantee you that people would be hating on this so much. It feels a little bit like an asylum film with a budget. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It's it's hard to really take this seriously. There's, there's not a lot of. Well, we assumed this was going to be a relatively quick one because there's there's not a lot of not a lot of depth or or things of real interest in it. It's just bad. Yeah, but there are plenty of moments where you're reading it and then you go, wait, what? what? The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> But it takes it, it. It actually takes its time in terms of of getting there and, and yeah. getting, getting. There, there is quite a lot of build up, and then all mm. of a sudden, about the halfway point, it just goes fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. It really takes off, and there's just scene after scene of just mental shit going on. Random <laughs> mental bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And again, a lot teams. of it is just the the cannon fodder characters, just the predators, just doing awful and completely pointless things to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, these these uh, are supposed to be 
badder predators, I guess. The berserker from the film, the, the black predator, is in this. Mm. But mm. it's not really explained what, what makes what him the, special. Why he's different or yeah. like what the rest are up to or Well he mm. has he has all black armour, that's why he's black. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a, it's a bit worse than that because I forget who the character is, but one of the characters there, I think he's, talk, he's talking to Dutch or about, he's certainly talking about Dutch, and he says, oh yeah, well, Dutch killed one of these things on Earth. But it, and, and he ref, it's like this film's attempt to make these predators feel like harder and more badass by bringing the original Predator down. But he, he refers to the original Predator in the first film. He says, oh, that was a scout. It was a show-off daredevil scout. I've seen be- better hunting skills from a cross-eyed raccoon. I'm thinking, what the fuck? You've had all these Predators just go mad. And then you look back at the original Predator, and he was a genius by comparison. Mm. It's like... <laughs> It's not even it's like that. Cross-eyed raccoon. <laughs> the, the original Predator, like, beat the hell out of Arnie, whereas in this, they get absolutely slaughtered. Mm. Yeah. Like, they're dropping left, right, and centre, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, but the original Predator had hunting skills, and he says, I've seen better hunting skills from a cross-eyed raccoon. And I don't think these Predators even they really do much they, hunting. Yeah. They just, they gather humans up, as we'll find out later, and then they just, like, do stuff, and they have a party. It's <laughs> It really is about it. But yeah, that that sums up predators. There you go. No, no point going into predators. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> a, little, a weird random occurrence of French guillotines. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was not explained was... either. Well, they they do sort of explain the. Uh... Well, they they explain how they could have got it, but mm. not why the hell. Yeah. They no, because they they say, oh well, they got it from. Oh no, they they weren't exchanging them. Though. It was us for the predator. But and you think, well, wait, what are you? And what the hell is a teenage predators using guillotines for in the first place? <laughs> it's just one of those random bullshit ideas that Rodriguez went. Yeah, this would be cool. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. if someone said to you, right, a teenage predator with a with a working a guillotine with a rope and all, you think that's not a predator film that's a robot chicken sketch <laughs> I mean it, it is you could totally see it as a robot chicken sketch but this is part of an actual attempt at a predator film what do you think once you're aware of all this you'll, you'll think I mean I'm not one of them but there are a lot of people out there that really dislike what we got as predators oh, but if you read through this and you think this is the same guy involved it could have been this you'll you'll be so thankful what we got was so very superior. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of the same idea with AVPR, really. You look at the original script for that, yeah. and as bad as that turned out, you know, it's the whole thing, like, it could have been worse. Yeah. Like, I mean, Rodriguez's style has always been, I mean, at this point, he had only really done Desperado, and I think there was one other one in, in that trilogy. I think he might have El done from, right. I think from Dust Till Dawn, he might have done that. I, I think that was that came out in '96, I think. Yeah. So he did it around the same time as the script. That was when he really broke out. Was from du- uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Um, but I mean, if you watch some of his movies like Planet Terror and you know Machete, he has a, a habit of these really extreme, like over the top, uh, almost like B movie, like intentionally B movie exploitation films that you're watching in a dingy theater while drinking a beer kind of movies. But that's the point. With this one, it doesn't feel the least bit grounded in reality. But as you say, in that way, it is very much like Machete. This is like Predator in the Machete universe. Right. His his movies feel almost kind of half grounded and half just yeah. insanity. So I think eventually it was good that we got Nimrod on tall to direct and because it maintained 
you know, some of the good parts, some of the interesting ideas of, of Rodriguez's original uh, vision for the movie. But I think if, if he would have directed even the eventual movie we, we got, it would have been a lot more over the top and a lot more extreme. It's another case of, of Joss Whedon and um, yeah. Jean-Pierre Jeanette. No, these guys aren't, they, they're not, they're not, not talented. They, they, they make good films and they're just not, not, not a good, good that. predator yeah. film. They're not in tune with what it, it should be for the franchise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So should we skip a lot of this? Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they, they sit down, they find a totem. They find Crucified hanging up. Mm. And then, uh, I think pretty soon after that, they all just immediately get captured by the predators. Mm. The, the big, big bad predators. Before that, I think, Dutch bolts when they first see the predator yeah. and they're yeah, the they're surprised yeah. yeah they're surprised to see the tech like they're like they're wearing our armor like they're unfamiliar with with a predator armor even though they're wearing it and after he bolts they they come in contact with with a bunch of predators and I think the first one of them actually gets killed it, it, it's very much like the the predators trailer where they it was never in the movie we eventually saw but they had like the 20 lasers on him that was in the script and there was actually like 20 predators in the trees that all shoot at once and wasn't, wasn't there a part where it mentions like you hear one predator clicking and then another predator clicking and it's actually described in the script you hear like it's like 50 predators all doing the clicking at the same time it rises up into this weird like multi-predator Godzilla type sound. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, there are literally hundreds of predators in the script. Of it. I completely lost count of how many there are. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there they're, they're, there's like 50 of them in one scene and they all get killed and then there's like a hundred of them in the next scene. And by the end of it, I think there's about a thousand of guys. Yeah. And well, there's there's a bit earlier as well that um, I, I think of it now because I'm, I'm sure somebody mentioned it earlier. The predator bites the, the crucified predator bites one of the characters. Yeah, in the neck. Yeah, um, Samson, who was was the medic's assistant, if I remember rightly, the doctor's assistant. It just bites the guy. Yeah. It seems relatively random. Um, but you know, you know when all the predators show up, isn't that when they were on the the bikes, or is that late? That's not. That's later on. That's later. All right. So yeah, so you know the twenty twenty uh, red beams that spread out across the chest, and they all just sort of blow him up. And you've got all sorts of ridiculous, um, ridiculous bits here, haven't you? Lots of strange, random deaths, and some interesting stuff in terms of uh, of human tech. Say interesting. They, they kind of had here, the, the alien motion tracker going on a yeah, little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In here, you do, as you say, you have this super black predator, but it's like he just on his own. Most of them are just predators. So in this version, you don't. Don't really get any reason for the other predator having been crucified. In the the version we got, it at least makes sense where there's two different factions of predators at war with one another. In this, it's like random predator crucified. Hey guys, and then they just leave him there. And there's no rhyme or reason yeah. for him even being there in the first place. There's, it's just locked as a mystery. Mm. And he does come up again later on, but yeah. They speculated on it later. Some of the characters they'll go like, "Well, he must have wronged them in some way," but. It's it's not as as obvious a reason. Speaking tonally, sort of out of the place here. There's a guy who literally just activates machine guns out of his arm. Yeah. Yeah. It never even says that he has like a cybernetic arm. It just suddenly guns come out of it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Sounded like something out of um, the mask. Well, no, you, <laughs> yeah, want, it, yeah. you know what it reminded me of? It did remind me of that scene in Dusk Till Dawn with the guy where he goes that like crotch gun that just kind of like slips out and it, it pokes up sort of thing. 
Okay, so this is when we were introduced to Black Predator. He hasn't shown up yet. It does now after this guy with the crazy, um, crazy arm gun. And it is, it, He's literally just described as um, a bigger, stronger predator that wears jet black armor. That's, yeah. that, that's why he's called Black Predator. Yeah. He he shows up quite a lot, doesn't he? But he mostly hangs out in his village. He, he, he's not explained at all. He's just different. No, there, there, there are actual whole segments of like descriptive. It's not like dialogue. It's just script description. And like, there's a part later on where I mean, you see hundreds of predators literally, and then you see the super black predator, and then you see some, later on you see these actual like military predators and much more higher tech armor and stuff. But you have to see this. So you have all this stuff all around. You're you're going to watch a predator film, and then you have this one part much later on where Dutch and another human character they they have to fight one another and in the script after all this crazy stuff has happened the script says in big capital letters this is the battle we've been waiting for and it's just like that's just another bloke it's, it really does feel like he was on drugs when he wrote it there's one line later on in, in the in, in the description of it that it probably shouldn't have been as funny as it was to me. I posted it on Twitter if, if anybody follows me specifically on Twitter. Which one was it? And it's... Oh, I kind of don't want to spoil it now, but it's the AVP line. <laughs> oh, I knew you Oh, yes, that. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, you know what, fuck it. It's, it's not until later on, but... Well, you don't have to say why it happened. Uh, yeah, well, no, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later on. There's, there's a comment yeah. where he says yeah. this is the closest thing you're going to get to an Aliens vs. Predator movie. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't even say... He actually uses like his own movie title. He says Alien vs. Predators movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's as bad as in the Paul Anderson script where he says this will be continued in AVP Annihilation. <laughs> Very comic book. Mm, it was but yeah, I did notice that. That made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure that wasn't intentional either. That was just, you know, because obviously we oh, know, I we think know we got it. Was. I yeah, totally but, think that was intentional. I think it was funnier just because we know we're going to get an AVP. Yeah. But we've, yeah. we've had our AVP films. And I was just like, ah, you don't know. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Although it did take about another six, eight years after this, so. Yeah. Um, and uh, while, while they're still being attacked, there's loads of random friggin' weaponry, isn't there? Double barrel mm. predator rifle and yeah. net balls. Yes. You know, this guy pulls out a golf sized net ball and throws it at one of the guys. Mm. <laughs> they do have several parts in this script where they go, oh, and such and such had awesome weapons. Then there's another scene where they go, oh, these are bigger weapons. Oh, no. And there's another scene, well, these are really big, awesome, massive weapons. And it's, it's just, it's like this five-year-old just trying to outdo himself all the time with his Lego toys. It, it, it pretty much reads like a jacked-up fanboy just gets drunk and goes to town. It's, it's you one know of the what, most fan what could happen ever. with this? If Arnold did star in this, I th- you would have only have had to do a little bit of tweaking, even just a little bit of tweaking in timing, and this could have totally played as a comedy. Mm, yeah. It really could have. Everything in it is just... Just a total parody ridiculous. of all sci-fi films. Yeah. Although, to be fair, it would have been cool seeing some of the... Um, some of the new weaponry. I mean, don't, I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of getting flashes to visions of the kit from the AVP comics, like the burners and stuff like that. And mm. that, that could have been interesting, I guess, seeing the new tech. So what's happening here? They're still, they're still catching everybody. And that's it. They've got them. They've caught them all. And except for Dutch. Except for Dutch, he was pissed off somewhere. Ram. The coward he is. 
Yes. And they catch the, um, all these dickhead mercenaries. And, and Hardwick. And Hardwick. Ah, lovely Hardwick. Don't lump her in with <laughs> And they take them to the campsite, and this is when we start to... Uh, I, th- I think this is where the real interest is. Well, well the p- real potential is... is <laughs> this the is when the crazy hits. Well, no, don't you think the concept of like this extraterrestrial gladiator ring was... I mean, not necessarily... Yeah, it it as... makes sense, yeah, but just it, the way it was done... Yeah, really no, it's, it's already... I'm, I'm just talking about the, the very yeah. basic concept. Just I, as a concept. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were there were one or two ideas in this, like literally yeah. one or two. But if they'd been done with a bit more finesse, they actually did have some potential. But they're just so over the top. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's one of the the very basic concepts that got carried over into Predators, um, the the actual film. And I was always kind of disappointed we never really got to see more of the you know extraterrestrial um, mm. creatures in it, which is mm. something I, I would still like to see. I'd like to see more. Aliens without the capital A in yeah. Predator films. Yeah. So yeah, you know that's that's one thing. I that mean I... that that part that what they do uh, without spoiling or what they do with them at the end that leads to that line you were referring to mm. at the time if it had been filmed that would have been the one scene that maybe a lot of people would have gone oh but that scene was really cool yeah. but all these years later it's been done in like Jurassic Park Lost World Cabin in the Woods that there's been that scene done in several films already so even that scene which would have probably been the highlight of the film has now been ready yeah. it would have come off like a copy of it and then if we didn't make that clear enough um, basically the human characters get taken to Cages in in this camp, and all around them are other other alien creatures. All of them nasty and aggressive mm. and carnivorous. And some of them have some absolutely cracking descriptions and names. <laughs> um, what we got? The, the, the salamander men. They're scaly <laughs> and amphibious, but their red tongues show their bloodlust. In another cage, we have the teeth gnashers. They look like they sound. Yeah. Uh, they sound like He-Man figures. Mm. <laughs> and action figures like you get the little description on the back of the cardboard boxes <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine Kenner doing these figures as well. yeah totally that, that's yeah, actually what it made me think of was the Kenner toys it was, like, it, was like, it was like he'd had someone from Kenner there where he just had all the figures on his desk and he's like yeah that would do yeah. 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 Playing with his clan leader whipping tusk action yeah. <laughs> this is what my script's going to be like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now you mention it, yet some of those kind of predators did seem like they fit right in with this bit. Yeah. And do we see anybody <laughs> fighting at this point? Is the predators fighting any of the aliens? No, not at this point. It, so. I think it's kind of mentioned as going on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. They, the humans, um, the human characters, they get captured and, and put in these cages, and I think that at first they're witnessing the predator fight one of these other alien species called the... I think it's the... The cockroach men. They are called cockroach men in the script. (laughs) They're human toys, yeah. But they end up killing each other, and and the predators, uh, they usually, like, they always have these rowdy predator spectators surrounding, like, there's like half a dozen, a dozen of these gladiator matches that happen throughout the course of the film. Like, it's pretty much all it really is up until the end, is, is one fight after another. Yeah. yeah, smashing the cans on the forums. Yeah. That's the thing. In this film, as I say, that they are there's very little 
in the way of what follows, where there's any hunting whatsoever. It's all, they've got humans, they've got them captive, now they've just got, their plan is to just keep putting them in this gladiator. There is no actual hunting whatsoever. So immediately it's like, he's thought, oh, predators, yeah, it's all about fighting. And what made the original Predator film very compelling was it wasn't all about the fist fight at the end it was all about the stalking and the mystery all the, all the and how it got them because they were this elite team they shouldn't have been taken and it was using these very advanced and yet tribal techniques to take them each down individually and it's different between getting a game where it's like a first person shoot and it's all like a clusterfuck which is this compared to like you do your a game where you're having to plan everything out and you're a sniper and each single kill is like a gold moment you want to remember because you've done it so well. And in this one, it's just a big old clusterfuck. And they don't particularly... The Predators don't even come off as the badasses here, I don't think. Don't we end up no. getting them all killed pretty much straight away? I mean, the first one that we're introduced to strung up and does a pretty non-sporting move of biting somebody's jugular. It's a Predator NASCAR rally, basically. And then, then the first sort of um, gladiator match that we see, the Predator gets killed. I think <laughs> it takes out one one of the cockroach guys. One of the cockroach things. So that's, that's ridiculous here as well. Um, so the, this, this Predator's fighting two of the cockroach, and um, Roach 2 um, starts feasting on his, on his mate because the Predator takes one of them out. And apparently Roach 2 can't help himself but start eating the guy's, his mate. Well, no, I, th- I think one of them hurts the Predator and the Predator's bleeding blood and one of the Roach things immediately goes yes, down no, to suck right. the yes, Predator's sorry. blood. And, and then the Predator kills that one and then while yep. the Predator's killed that one, the other one kills the Predator. And then well, that's... The, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> well, I think the, the crowd goes silent because they've managed to kill Yeah, the yeah. And I was just like, that's, that's a... Great intro for this concept. Yeah. <laughs> silly, silly fight with some random bug eating predator blood and, and the predator loses. Great yeah. intro. Great intro. Another thing to kind of mention here is the, the predator camp plays a much bigger role. Yeah. I mean, it's described, it's really similar to how we eventually see it in, mm. in Predators the movie, but it, I think like something like half the movie takes place yeah. in this camp. Yeah. As far as like I I could tell from the script, yeah, a lot of the characters spend a lot of time just in the cages, chatting, planning, and stuff like that. And none of them are I was, none of them are massively interesting, are they? No. Um, and it starts. Well, no, just... there is Cadillac, but he's interesting for the wrong yeah. kind of reason. He, he'd be one you all remember, just for yeah. what the fuck exactly. Um, but. <laughs> They they essentially just start to be um, you know off at this point, don't they? It's, it's about horrible mm. things happening to them. Yeah. But even even what the predator are doing makes no sense because some of them go into the arena to fight, but some of them they're just they're like some of them just go straight to the guillotine. Mm. They just get killed yeah. outright. There's that one guy where they tear both his arms off, but then they patch him up so he doesn't die. Yeah. And it's just yeah. not explained why they just leave this harmless guy running round. <laughs> Like it's just, it's just stuff like that. It's like why is any of this happening? I I think when I was reading it, I had a feeling that might have been alluding to because later on you find out the predator. Yes, so like that's a fair point. Yeah, make, making us like into Frankenstein cybernetic things just to use us as a manual workforce. But um, it, you're right. It really wasn't made clear. Made clear. But I I I was reading. I was thinking. 
think he's trying to allude to this stuff later on. But I only realised that in retrospect, so yeah. um, that's just a guess. But yeah, you're right. It really is just they take his arms off, they patch him up. They, they, it's, it, there's no internal logic to it when you're reading through it. And it's quite seamy as well, I think. Um, for a good, it's just it's just the red shirts getting off. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a lot of random alien creatures fighting some of our guys. While it's they the drug just... junkie scene early on, where they inject the guy. Ah, uh, yeah, green yeah, yeah. Juice. It's all sorts. It's literally it's all sorts of random crap. Um, it's it's like the blood from one of the other alien species yeah. or something, and they they inject this one of the captives with it. And he just like spasms and you think he is dead. And then he wakes up and one of these teenage predators is right in front of him. He literally rips the predator, this little teenage predator's heart out. And, sh- and the, the script says, and shows him it. And then he runs around <laughs> trying to chase down. He's got this like Benny Hill room. sketch of all these predators. He was, he was basically, the camp. he was basically Firefield out of Prometheus. And then they make a point of loads of the predators having to take him down, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Which it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make the predators look, you know, intelligent or competent no, or anything. They're just rednecks. Mm. It's like just... in fairness, later on, there is a character who says, oh yeah, they're just, you know, they're not the ruling class. But it still comes off as of just stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose they, they escape at some point, don't they? Hardwick cuts herself out of her, her <laughs> cell with her little laser pointer. Yeah. She gets called a frigid bitch and then rescues them, basically. Mm. Well, she ends up with... She meets up with Dutch, doesn't she? It's Black Predator. She's still like a medical device. Yeah, she legs it and she... It, I think, yeah, it's it's like a, a surgical cut. It's a little laser, like a laser touch. Cutter. Yeah, she's hid it in her pocket, yeah. But because mm. she's the doctor, they didn't realise it, it would let her get out of the um, cell. Well, when, when she escapes, she runs off into the jungle um, to head back to the ship. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of arguing between the characters of, uh, oh, we've got to get back to the ship. And the commanders are like, no, we've got to take Dutch to the prison base. We, we, don't, yeah. actually, we, don't, we don't know where it is, guys, but... That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, so she runs back to the ship, which is also where Dutch has been, because after he'd uh, seen the predator... Something tried to run after her... And she get she gets chased, and, and Dutch drags them both into the mud. Mm. And they're invisible, obviously, and the predator misses them. But I this, think this, this, there's, I think there might a be lot someone more else. But it... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another um, there's a red shirt there with them as well that gets um, smushed up, yeah. severs it. Yeah, in in what's pretty much a replay of um, keys in Predator Two, and throws a disc at. Where is it? Um, the predator's throwing. Well, they call it a boomerang, and this red shirt tries to jump out of the way, um, jump in the air and grab a branch, and he just cuts in, cuts his legs off. Yeah. The guy dies, and then I, uh, I don't know. He, he doesn't die. They 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 drag him back, and it's him that they give the cybernetic leg to. Is it? Oh, yeah. For for reasons that aren't really explained. <laughs> and before that, I did notice there was a callback to one of Arnold's earlier movies because before they've encountered all the predators, they they put like uh, these bracelets around his ankles, and they say if you try to run too fast or something, they'll blow your feet. And I was thinking, oh, you're not doing a little thing back to the running man with the running man, are you? But it was totally, they were putting a little like in joke about the running man. So, and I don't think they ever explain what happens because they're meant to blow Dutch's feet off. Mm. He, he gets out of them, but it doesn't say how. Mm. Does he? No. He just no, suddenly, it, yeah. he just suddenly slips them off. <laughs> like, 
And they're saying, no, you have to be ultra careful. You're not even allowed to trot. I wouldn't recommend trotting. And yet he's just like, yeah, okay. And you see him later. Yeah, because he's still wearing it when he runs away from the crucified predator. So he should have had his feet blown off. No, I think they mention it. I think they mention in the script that they're just there and and they're like, oh, how did he get those off? They're just on the ground. So he took them off before he ran. Okay, it was still weird. Well, you know, Dush had had the same idea as, as Hardwick, and he'd gone to find their ship. Yeah. It wasn't there. He was covered in mud. No. Yeah, well, he knows what the crack is. He's not stupid, yeah. is he? Does she get covered in mud, too? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah, drags pulls her into the mud, so yeah. the predators can't see him. Mm. And then uh, Black Predator fucks off and leaves them leaves them to it to explain what's cracking off, and... Yeah. Doesn't Dutch like um, they end up going back to the camp or something? They go back to get the others. Yeah. yeah. Um, in which we're getting, you know, this is the part, uh, and we're getting plenty more random happenings yeah, in the camp. And they they mention the predators have all these like primitive stoves and primitive kettles and things. Mm. It's very, 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 like, it's very Klingon. It, it reminded me of that Star Trek Next Generation episode where Picard and Azabani with Q, like usual, and Q says, ah, so you have primitive human sensibilities, blah, blah, blah. And he sends them down to that planet where, um, like, they, they're, it's these, like, pig-like aliens. He puts them all in French Civil War uniforms. Yeah. And it comes across ridiculous and absurd. But within that episode, it, you, you can tell Q wants it to be absurd because that's the whole point of his how he views humanity. Whereas here, it, a lot of this just comes across absurd. The, it's just absurdity's sake. And you have these predators, they're just like getting this green mush and they're heating it over a kettle. And it really does, it, it, again, it all feels like very much like robot chicken sketch but there's no punchline well when uh, you know when they get back this is when the guillotine comes up it's just yeah. it's like you say it's just another random <laughs> random he, he, one of the captives even says that's a French guillotine like he actually recognised it as a historical French guillotine mm. it's well, not like they've, they've, they've like improvised it from vines or anything it was an actual uh, historical French guillotine but this French is <laughs> this is when they start to um, sort of hint towards the, the final revelation of the film when they start speculating that we'd been trading stuff for uh, Predator weapons, and these guys aren't too convinced of it either. But it's set up for what what comes later. And of course, one of the guys gets killed, killed with the guillotine. Which, as you was somebody said earlier, you know, it's a, it's a predator one, specifically a, a teen one. Sorry, specifically a teen predator. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure this isn't this when sort of Dutch comes back and gets him. Yeah, they're about to behead uh, Wilson, the right hand man. Yeah, oh, and who, who Dutch suspects of being sort of the mole in the group. Mm. They start later. They, they do sort of foreshadow that bit as well, you know, um, comment. D- doesn't Wilson say, like, not me, you idiot, or something like that? When yeah. He's, uh, no, 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 not me, you fucking fuckers, fucking fucking, no, 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 or something. Mm. <laughs> it's very creative dialogue. I think Dutch suspects JC is in on something, and Hardwick expe- uh, suspects that it's Wilson. And they, they've, they've come back to break them out, and do it, uh, where more of them get injured. Doesn't Dak get, like, acid in his eye from one of the creatures or something? Oh, yeah, 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 because they're trying to escape from their cell, and one of them has the bright idea that one of these natural um, creatures there, it can spit acid, so he tries to revoke it. We do see this earlier, it's not... It's not yeah. that random. It is. It is set up. But yeah, this guy gets um, acid sprayed in his face. And it was an escape attempt. Yeah, kind of went pseudo wrong. 
And, the, you know, Hardwick's back with Dutch and they're sort of like starting to believe in him now, I guess. He ends up saving, um, he ends up getting them out and saving Wilson, doesn't he? Yeah. So here, here's Wilson being dragged out. Not me, not me, you idiot. And this is, this is when they, they break out all the aliens and we get to my really favourite line somewhere down here. Stampede. Mm. So they used it, yeah, down here on the bottom of page 83, if anybody cares. So Dutch and everybody break out all these other aliens to cause chaos in the camp. It's the cabin in the woods scene, mm. basically. They, 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 all the other aliens, they're all aggressive. They're really pent up with the frustration. So they think, right, if we use that as a distraction, we can get our guys out. So uh, it says here, Dutch finally turns and blasts open several of the cages belonging to the other alien species. Roaches, salamander men, and the ferocious teeth gnashers in capitals. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, spill out of their cages and raise havoc this is the closest thing we'll see to an alien vs predators movie they all go nuts Uh, so chaos there's chaos everywhere Dutch manages to save um, to save Wilson and gets one of the predators in the guillotine instead and it gets his head cut off and doesn't Hardwick get put into an arena with one of the other? Yeah, I think she caught an mm. with one of the other characters, um, a random Rocco, and they <laughs> they get a little bit in the middle where they're forced to fight, and Hardwick ends up killing this guy and has a bit of a moment herself, doesn't she? Yeah, here she, we are. She, Jesus Christ! Round two, you fucking lizard sacks of shit. That is what she shouts <laughs> after she kills her shipmate. She turns around and looks up at her audience. Wow, that is some of the best dialogue I've ever heard. It is. Round two, you fucking <laughs> lizard sacks of shit. Rodriguez channeling his inner Shakespeare then. <laughs> that kind of stuff, the stuff they're going to teach at film school. <laughs> so, you know, we've probably about 30, 40 pages of random bullshit that's just happened. Very samey random bullshit. What happens to it? Doesn't she like kill another guy as well and then like the reward is to get jumps in and she fights him. Yeah, Predator jumps in and starts. Beats him and then her, yeah, her reward for that is like 30 of them jump in and rip it apart. They just bundle on her, don't they? Like if you'd have seen that on screen, what would be the moral message you'd take I think as well, the predator that she beats, doesn't she beat it by, it tries to shoot her with its plasma caster, and she kicks yes, it so it's pointing at his it. head, yeah. and it shoots its own head yeah. off. Like, <laughs> like, don't fire, man, don't fire. I'm committed to this, I'm shooting. Oh, wow. I, I did think that sounded kind of cool, though. Like, on screen, that would have looked pretty awesome. It, well, it, it probably could have done, but the way it's written in the script, yeah, it really comes across as just fucking <laughs> stupid. Like, like, like you said, if, 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 you, if you shot it right and it was quick, then yeah, it, yeah. Really could be, it doesn't come across as quick yeah, in the script. It, it's, it's like, like there's a delay, isn't to, it? The guy has a yeah. choice not to shoot and he just goes, eh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, and we're now at the point where there's only about 20 pages, 26 pages left in the script as well. Yeah. It's where he's realised, oh, I better have a story now. Now we get to the speeder bikes. Yes. Oh, but, yes. To be fair, you know, in my head, I kind of envisioned these as like looking like the um, the bikes from the EVP comic. That's what I thought too, yeah. In yeah. my mind, I had the bikes from the Stallone Judge Dredd movie. <laughs> I think it had just got to that point by now. 
that ridiculous fear. Yeah. So called cyclospeed, is it? Cycle sled. Cycle sled, yeah. And don't we get some really fucking awful moments here as well? So all all the guys have escaped, um, or most of the guys, whoever's left. Uh, Cadillac, go down in Predator history. He's there. Oh yes. And he, I think he's the one that does the the brave thing, isn't it? Yeah, he, he wants one of these cycle sleds. He takes one of these cycle sleds. And, um, Isn't it just before that that they get to glimpse these, like, military things? Uh, yes, because, um, everybody, um, say everybody, all the survivors, Dutch, um, JC, Wilson, and Cadillac make it to the, oh, no, Turkey and Vega are there, sorry, as well, some other randoms. Um, yeah, what yeah, great name. Yeah. I'm Vegas. Um, what, Cadillac, so what kind of fucking name's Cadillac? I know. <laughs> I, th- I think I think I think later on it does actually explain that that's a nickname. Okay, I'll let I'll let him off then. In that case, I have a feeling that someone calls him by his real name, and he uh, he points out that everyone calls him Cadillac or something. Okay, maybe it's that scene later on where they got where they actually sit down and have a look. I think it might be. Yeah, it's him and Turkey. Mm. Cadillac and Turkey. I mean, the two <laughs> most weirdest name characters in the thing, and he puts them together. <laughs> well, again, like you were saying earlier, it kind of reminded me of of Doom. Yeah, because they all had strange call signs too. Yeah. I just want to say that that movie is not Doom. <laughs> just, just a tangent here, because that pisses me off every every single time. I know. Jesus. They completely changed it. That movie is good fun. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. That, that actually that quite like nowhere near as bad Doom. if it didn't say Doom on the title. Yeah, yeah. That's it, the problem. It's, it's a fun, silly other rock yeah. sci-fi movie that's basically what it is it's a rock sci-fi movie it just has the wrong name on the title although I will give it that first person shooter that, yeah that, that's the part everyone goes oh that was it but they was like 10 yeah. what, 5 but minutes out of the on time um, just to completely go off point here um, there's a recent film with um, Sharpock Hardcore Henry oh yeah I've heard that's really good Hardcore it's, Henry it's so awesome it was ridiculous fun it's not going to win any fucking Oscars or, any yeah, yeah. or anything like that but it's, it's a film literally entirely from first person yeah, perspective it's basically first person shoot of a movie it is ridiculous um, but it is so much utter fun I mean if, if you don't like um, fan footage stuff you don't like shaky cam stuff like that you'll probably struggle with it because it's very very fast very fr- uh, frantic but if you do like that kind of stuff and you know you've got Aaron off to kill on some ridiculous fun movie then Hardcore Henry's worth a watch. Yeah. Isn't it just called Hardcore in Europe? Uh, no, it's Hardcore, it's hardcore Henry. Henry here. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about elsewhere. Oh. I, I think mean, I think in some places it was just called Hardcore. Really great movie, though. Yeah, we'll good. Um, so, yeah, the military predators. Yes, yeah, so, it's, it's another of those scenes where he writes, oh, you thought these were bad. These are the badass ones because they make all the rest look like whatever. And yeah. it's like he's tr- constantly trying to outdo himself. But admittedly, the, the military predators, how they're kind of like semi-described here, are kind of like how I would hope predators in a futuristic setting would have been updated too. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. There's a little well, like... Doesn't, doesn't it basically say they're like, you know, they've got much more advanced armour? In a very vague sort of sense, yes, it says um, yeah. they've got higher tech gear. So where yeah, are we? That's, um, that's all I remember yeah. about the... Uh, so yeah, it says uh, predator soldiers in assorted higher tech gear, but that's all it says about 
Well, if you scroll, if you go down a little bit more, a paragraph, then you get to where things could be a problem. Their advanced weaponry makes the shoulder mounts the humans had look like cap guns. Yeah. I, I, I get a very sort of AVP kind of vibe there, yeah. where they've got this ridiculous, massive shoulder. Oh, yeah, gun. yeah. I, I was picturing just like a massive harpoon type thing on each shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and just for some context, the, the, these are outside the, the prison that... Um, Believe yeah. the commanders were trying to get Dutch to. I forget why they consent to go there at this point. I think it's because their their ship was taken, so they had really nowhere else to go, and they knew like, well, something's going down at this place. You know, maybe there's survivors held up. I, yeah, I, or th- something I think like they're, that. they're hoping there'll be some humans still hiding out here. And mm-hmm. they find some skeletons that like turn to dust when they're touched or something. They, yeah, they were in like like medieval torture cages or yeah. something, like hanging off the wall, and it just that was never explained. Either. Mm-hmm. No, they, they say there. there's there's still strapped to, and they literally say medieval torture devices. Mm-hmm. Again, the ones they get touched and they just crumble to dust. It's another one of uh, Rodriguez's random, this will be cool kind of things. And and just at this point as well, Cadillacs took off on a cycle and he's run over a bunch of predators. Basically, (laughs) it's it's scene it's scene for scene that bit in the third Star Wars where the Ewoks. Oh no, no, that's that's later. That is. Is that not that? Yeah. I think that's this no, bit of the prison, it, isn't it? Where Cadillac no, jumps on the speed It, it, te- it takes out with them, but the Star Wars bit comes later when Dutch and everybody uh, escape the prison. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that too, but this bit is it's, it's the Ewok stealing the speeder bike. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Cadillac runs out and grabs one and takes off, and all the others just go tearing off, leaving the prison. Yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, you're right. Oh, I've now got in my mind this picture of Predator versus Ewoks. <laughs> uh, I'm, pr- I'm sure there probably Which is some fun out of that. Fit because, yeah, they both be in like a forest environment. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and Hardwick's still alive. This is when she dies and, and does ah. the, um, the whole turn the gun on the side of the head thing. Oh, and then the predators get pissed off. They are not happy. And then they all jump in. And yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the last we see of her, isn't it? Yeah, you never actually her, see yeah. her die, but she's never showed up again, so they obviously do something to her. Probably turn her into some weird creature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's when we get to this point here. So you know, with the predators conveniently uh, following the Ewoks on and oh, so, so, sorry, Cadillac um, <laughs> on on um, Arcus Six, everybody gets inside the, the the prison, and what they find are <gasps> weird men experiments. Yes. So there's there's a predator hangar and there's loads of predator ships and predator gear. There's also these weird. Creatures that are... I don't know what the fuck he was thinking when he came up with Well, it. they've turned them into Frankenstein yeah. creatures, but it says in the in the script that um, they've all got, like, dead eyes, which implies they've had, you know, they've had brain surgery, mm-hmm. so they've just got to follow yeah. this. But, Suggested but they've tap- been made into organic power loaders, basically. Yes, because they... Um, they've got the mantis The mantis arms, yeah. <laughs> the arms are fashioned into forklift shapes yeah. which allow them to lift the goods easily. It, it's a man's head and torso with mantis creature arms and predator legs. And that's not the only <laughs> bit here either, is it? There's, there's, other, there's other... Oh yeah, they're all weird, different... Like I say, proper Frankenstein body horror. Well, he he describes it as a predator funhouse, is how he's describing <laughs> the script. <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh, I love this bit here. Um, so obviously everybody gets seen and... Um, 
there's some firefights inside, and the wall beside them is suddenly blown apart, separating JC and Dutch from the others. So um, JC is the AVP pyramid. Yeah. JC is the guy that Dutch suspects of being dodgy, which leaves um, Turkey and Vegas and who's the other guy? Oh, Wilson. No anymore. <laughs> Wilson, um, and they get separated, but there's a line Tom here. Um, so the predators stream out of the hole like birth, uh, birth to crocodiles. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that was that's an interesting turn of that, phrase, yeah. yeah. And more random bullshit happens, basically. More more fighting, none of it particularly. It's like an Indiana Jones mm. pitch, almost. Well, at, at this point, I think they run into... They find, like, Predator higher-ups. Like, not only he calls them the Predator captains that are, like, the guards of this facility that have, like... They're not really hunters anymore. They're just, like, these elite Predator warriors, as well as, like, some Predator leadership. And they find him talking to the, the Southern general guy. From before yeah. he's in the <gasps> so there's some sort of conspiracy here so basically basically it turns out that um mankind swapping people for predator tech which I suppose is sort of intended to show how mankind got so advanced and how we've got spaceships and spanish galleons on other planets and well he has turns- this whole speech about you know if i didn't we've got a key at least second rate, if not first, because it's we got we're gonna get killed by yeah. them anyway. So. The 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 the, sold, the general Sadler he sort of implies that they're doing it to make sure that mankind can survive and can stay on the map, and it needs to happen otherwise they'll get get beaten. I guess. Yeah, well, I think he's done it to ensure that we have the tech to still be a player. In, in the wider universe when you've got guys like the Predators that are just so far in advance of us. Although, why why the Predators would be massively interested in... Yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. Fuck knows. <laughs> well, they're just having their beer party outside in the <laughs> I mean, that doesn't... When the, that's all they're doing throughout the entire thing, it, they, it completely defeats this whole speech where the guy tries to justify his actions and basically says, oh, no, they're way in advance of them. All the Really? They've been doing that the whole middle of the most they've done is just, you know, put some prosthetics on people and turn them into power loaders and that's it. It's not they they're not coming across as terribly masters of the galaxy like. It's so it kinda of like defeats his all it takes the wind out of his sails with it. Mm. Well it's just not like it's the mass masterpiece, is it, this thing anyway? No, but yeah, that's uh they get that's is that where he's, he talks about the original Predator being like, no hunt? Yeah, because yeah, we find out that the Predators cross. want Dutch specifically. Yeah. Because he's beaten one before. Because they, apparently they named him or something. It's never quite figured out how they say, we want Dutch. They just like, but that's apparently the real reason why the guys at the beginning were going after Dutch. So well, these guys knew they needed them. Uh, they just didn't know what the general wanted them for. Yeah. And so, you know, Dutch fucks everything up here for everybody, doesn't <laughs> it? Sadler's trying to convince him that Dutch should just give himself up. He should do his part for, you know, command and... Yeah, and then Dutch is like... Yeah, he, tr- he tries to play on the fact that he was military. He said, mm. well... He has this weird line of, you're a military man, so you should ex- every military man should expect to be fucked over or something. Yeah, yeah, that and, was... Um, yeah, and he said, well, if you were still in uniform, you would understand this. And I think that's the point Dutch says, well, I mind take away. But it's like the logic is really screwed up mm. in that dialogue. And Dutch realises it, because he's like, fuck you. And yeah. everything goes to shit, and, you know... Uh, 
goes on this rant about oh another blind government greed scheme or something. He says that he does that sort of reason I'm sure. But I think he's at this point anyway. Mm. But you yeah, know he does a, he does have a yeah. government being greedy. You know, so. But yeah, is this the point where he has they have to fight each other? No, that's, no, that's right, yeah. at the end. Yeah, so it, after Dutch sort of triggers a massive firefight and kills, I guess the general killed. And he's got up in the crossfire. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets outside and onto the cycle sleds and we have another return in the Jedi moment. With them on these sleds weaving through the trees and getting predators to crash into um, trees It, is, it is literally the speeder bike chase mm-hmm. from the Jedi with predators. <laughs> I think if that had ever been filmed, filmed everybody would have been like, wait a minute. <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> and it, it doesn't come across as massively, a massively interesting scene either because of just how, how copied it is either. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right, does it? Plus, it's the, all they do is just repeatedly trick predators to fly into trees. <laughs> right? there's, there's no actual talent involved. It's just the predators being retards. Mm. Uh, you know what? That's, we do start to get to the interesting bits here. Turkey now gets. We've got like ten pages yeah. left. <laughs> yeah, I say interesting bits. I, I do mean that in quotation marks. <laughs> so Turkey gets. Oh, is this the Cadillac? It's, it's a little bit. It's, it's setting okay. that up now. So Turkey gets it's knocked off first, his bike. First, first Dutch decides to let old crucified go. Mm. And you get, yeah, you get the same sort of, the same sort of moment that uh, Crucified and, and um, Royce did where the predator grabs him by the neck. Dutch is justifying it as being like, friend of me. Yeah, the enemy of my enemy. Yeah. Yeah. This is clearly the part that was kept and retained for the event. Um, except, um, oh, he's not called Crucified anymore. He's got a new name. Is the renegade. Renegade. So basically, the the, the unspoken alliance is there. Um, JC's still still with Dutch at this point. I'm not sure why. Was it Wilson who ended up actually being the um, the bad guy? And JC no, didn't know anything he, uh, about it. No, um, I think it is. I think he's still hanging about with some of the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wilson, Wilson's back in. Yeah. So I don't know why JC's still alive. Well, he he ends up being a, a traitor too in a little bit. Okay, well, I suppose we'll find that out with the whole Predator King bit. So basically... Yeah, yeah. and there is one. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, being, I wasn't joking Predator there. King, yeah. So, yeah. so JC and Dutch free Renegade, and Renegade climbs on the bike with them, and they all fuck off. And we find the best scene in this entire script. <laughs> it's actually is, titled uh, The Banquet. Is right here. Oh, God. So, Turkey's... Working his way through the jungle, having been knocked off his um, his cycle sled, he sees some smoke and he heads towards it. His his line here is what we're all going to be thinking at the end of the scene. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding. <laughs> what he finds is Cadillac sat on a log. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a barbecue going. Munching. He's eating a fucking predator. Predator burger. Parts of the hack it must be said before fight. this. Earlier on in the movie, he it is shown like he there's a there's a scene where there's a like a, a large ET I guess type cockroach and it calls out from some mustard and grabs hold of it and bites it head off. Mm. And somebody says to him, "Oh, that's fucking sick." And he said, "Oh, that's that's not." He said, "That's <laughs> fucking sick, man." And he said. No, that's protein. That is, and it's clear that he has a he has this philosophy where you you know to if you're not a man if you don't eat, but he like carries it up into Hannibal Lecter territory. <laughs> he's is literally just cooking this predator steaks. There is some great dialogue here, though. <laughs> there yeah, is. weirdly. So Cadillac turns around and asks him, "White or dark meat?" Yeah. <laughs> it's all fucking green, man. 
That's one of the few bits I could actually imagine on screen just playing out really well. And the funny thing is, it's there's a bit of um, there's a bit of what the fuck are you doing kind of thing. Yeah, Turkey. Uh, one of his lines is really good. He's like, "Look at that fireman. That thing's out of control. You're gonna have every motherfucking crocodile man coming here, and they're not gonna be too happy seeing you shishkobbing their buddy there." <laughs> Yeah. And the thing is, he's right. He should re- the other guy should realise you're making a fire, even if he don't know they're seeing an infrared. That is going to be seen. But yeah, he's just munching away on. And the great, the great bit is that Cadillac convinces Turkey to have a. Yeah. Like what? This guy's insane. Just going, what the hell are you doing? And it's yeah. He he says you're gonna, you could die if you eat that. And he just basically says, yeah, and. (laughs) And you think you 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 don't want to have this stuff? You've never tested it. It could have all kind of that bacteria in it. And the thing is, it's like they've been there for like what, less than a day? And he's eating them, eating this stuff, and he has this really weird line about, well, to understand your enemy, you must think like them, you must eat their flesh. And I'm thinking, whoa, back off there. And it, they've like been there for less than a day, and he says, well, you know, if you don't shut up about it, I'll make you eat the dick. And he, like, hands in this suspiciously shaped bit of predator meat. And the other guy, <laughs> that's all it takes for the other tired guy to go, yeah, okay, then I'm going to join in. And you're thinking, you're not starving! <laughs> Why are you eating this fucking bread? <laughs> oh, and, and the scene ends with a nice little bit there as well. Turkey gives him a suspicious look and takes it. Cadillac yeah, he just out. goes... Oh, right now. Cadillac breaks out a flask of booze, sets it down on the log in front of him and looks at his hearty meal. Yeah. Turkey bites into it and he says, I, I have no idea if this is a real thing or what. Tastes like Gara Kraken. I did a Google search for that. I can't find out what it actually is. I, I think maybe it might just be a, a bit of alien race mumbo jumbo. Yeah, yeah, a bit of the Arcturian Poontang. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Cadillac just turns around and goes, Yeah, it does. And that's it. That's the scene <laughs> done with. What that scene reminded me of, it was like a spoof of the end of the thing when they just yeah. resigned to their fate and they sat down with that last bottle of whiskey and they know they're going to die and they don't trust each other and they're like, fuck it, let's just enjoy this whiskey. It was like a spoof of that, except it's yeah. whiskey, he's just got a predator leg in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> and that is probably the most memorable scene in this entire thing because yeah. it, is, it is a perfect example of Rodriguez's what the fuck mentality. Yeah. Who the and fuck this is think ex- that's a good idea? Yeah, that's exactly why I said at the start the only like kind of memorable character is Cadillac, but for the wrong, so very wrong kind of reason. Mm. <laughs> it's just, but it just does. I don't understand. He just says, "Yeah, well, I'll give you the dick." Yeah, okay, then I'm gonna eat some predator. Just what? What? How? Why would you do that? Uh, Especially when you're on the run from, like, you know, these... Hey, hey when you've got to eat, you've got to eat, man. <laughs> After less than a day. Can you imagine how much energy they've spent doing all they've done so far? Well, let's turn that on its head. If you've been stuck in that camp and watched all that kind of absolutely revolting stuff going on, are you really going to have an appetite? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Cadillac has enough time yeah. for anything. Uh, oh, it's, it's just so Absolutely out of brilliant. the blue. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it settled <laughs> nicely. It's settled. And, and what, what's what's weird is like how that whole thing ends. Oh yeah, the, 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 the prayers come no, up. No, that's later like, though. Shh, 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 that's later. We don't want oh to yeah, let's it. let's not spoil that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it's just as weird. Well, after that masterpiece of cinematic <laughs> history, um, we move back to um, Dutch's new best mate. There's more speed biker chase stuff happening here. Well, everybody's first, forgotten about Harley. Uh, not yet. No, because Wilson got separated from them earlier, didn't he? Yeah, I think the, the Predators catch him again. This is the yes, bit where yeah. one of them uh, takes a pee on it. No, that's later. That's later. Is it? Yeah, that, that's when they're in the <laughs> so it's, sorry, sorry for spoiling that, listen. Yeah, that was notorious. But I mean, isn't isn't Hardwick captured again, and then she's forced to fight a human back at the camp? No, that's that's all gone. That's 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 been an happening. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Nobody cares about her. She's just... She's left, yeah. Um, none of these characters show any kind of remorse. It's like in the original Predator. You know, you, I think, was it Hawkins, the first one to go? And they're like... Ashing Black. Looked, I, yeah, and they, and they say, yeah, have, have you found him? And you say, I can't tell. And, you know, you can tell it's, it's really hitting these characters hard. In this, it's like, they're all going down like dominoes. Nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, like, and do you think, well, why are you going to expect the audience to react any differently either? One of the many strengths of Robert Rodriguez <laughs> is just how realistic and, you know, engaging these characters are. You know, you feel like they're genuine people. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like, it's too much. <laughs> this, this just, you know, we've been ragging the shit out of this thing. It, it is, not do it is awful. It's I mean, one of a kind. Yeah. I, I, wholeheartedly recommend reading this just for the sheer hilarity of it. it is a just as a warning from yeah. history it's a terrible script it's so funny <laughs> for all the wrong reasons there's very little good in it just a couple of concepts that it's like yeah that could be cool if somebody was taking this seriously <laughs> yeah you were right i i just flipped through it in hardwick's last scene it was the scene where she was fighting her friend and she he tells her to kill him and he kind of forces her to kill him and then the predator starts messing with her and and that's it it just ends on a cliffhanger and we never see that's her again in, in the entire <laughs> script nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Nobody can. Just go bundled by predators. <laughs> <laughs> Death by predator bundle. That is it. <laughs> Imagine if you've got cast for that one part, and this is going to be your big break in Hollywood, and that's how you're going to be. Guy, well, the girl that got <laughs> smothered <Yeah>. to death. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing is, it's not even like imagining her succumbing that. It's just imagining all these predators going, Grr, and they'll jump in all at the same moment like a Tom and Joker. Mm-hmm. I'm shaking my head, if, you know, for the people that... <laughs> and, the th- and if it was a cartoon, <laughs> that's the thing. She'd just be crawling out stealthily from underneath. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's a massive, <laughs> massive um, brawl going off in the middle. <laughs> Army crawling out. Yeah. And she just gets her way home before anybody does. <laughs> She's in the sequel. That's just, what's going to happen. Yeah, it blatantly sets up for a sequel. Hardwick's revenge. <laughs> Should we keep going? We've not got long left. We've got ten, we've got ten pages or so left here. Oh, go on. Unfortunately, it escalates pretty badly in those last few pages. The comedy gold must be mine. You know what? It's actually surprised to think how much we've still got left to take the piss out of in these last ten pages. <laughs> so, JC and Dutch and Renegade are on their cycle sleds. Oh, God, that sounds like a, such a team name. <laughs> JC, Dutch, and what's the other one? Renegade. Renegade. <laughs> The Predator team up. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
you know, we get more more return. Have forgotten yeah, Renegade is the predator that we yes, crucified. So after more pointless explosions, and well, Dutch and JC get captured again, mm. and uh, Renegade sort of slips away. Mm. You don't really find out what happens to him. Yeah, but he does come back. And then we get to the end oh, of... Oh, does he uh, come back? Yes, he certainly comes back big. <laughs> but we get to the end of, um, of the Turkey and Cadillac um, camp scene here, and we find out what happens to them. And they're just, you know, they're finished eating. Still they, with the fire going. They've eaten too much, you know. <laughs> old in their bellies. I do like this little bit here. It's stupid as shit, but... Um, <laughs> Cad- Cadillac lets out a belch and a click. No, wait, the only belch... <laughs> <laughs> and who clicked? <laughs> this is all in the description. This is not dialogue or anything. <laughs> Turkey drops his meat and looks up, realizes they're being watched, and then a bunch of predators are there. Um, about a do- about a dozen or so predators, plenty pissed that their cousin is lunch, surround the hapless eaters. That's because it. you know even... the society that's making Frankenstein things and mutilating people and gladiator fit, they see one of their own being eaten. You know that's right off. But just. <laughs> Just, it continues to play up this eating thing as well here. It does. Cadillac stands slowly, ready to face his fate. Uh, oh, no, above it, sorry. Turkey leaps to his feet. He pulls out the last morsel out of his mouth and tosses it aside. And Turkey says to Cadillac, now what, you stupid son of a bitch? Because, you know, he, he, he convinced you to eat some meat and he's the stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. And then they blow him up. That's it. We're all done. Oh, no, and that, no, last, no, the... that last piece of dialogue yeah. from Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. At least I have one great last meal. Boom. That was like his version of an Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liner. Mm. And it just... What? 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 They are his immortal last words. At least I have one last hearty meal. Like, you know what? I would have loved to have seen that. I really would. Oh, really? <laughs> it's just... It's, it's the one golden bit from this entire script. Is that one. For all the wrong reasons. So, they're at their home base. Wilson's been there, and he's now been fitted with a glove-like appendage with clawed ends. And um, he has a fight with Black Predator. Again, this this just happens. Like, the last we saw of him, he got separated from, from JC and Dutch, and the next thing we know, he's in an arena ready to fight with these clawed hands. And... Black Predator's just randomly here as well, doing the fighting. And isn't this when he gets pissed on? It it must be, yeah. (laughs) This was the moment when fandom discovered it, and fandom blew up in all the forums saying... And it was all, what the fuck is going on? And everyone like disbelieved it, and then it was proven. No, look, this is what happens, and no, and everyone was... The forums just exploded in this situation. Yeah, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. I mean, it's good we can, you know, rip the shit out of it now, yeah. but, but when this came out, it was just before... Um... Oh, oh yeah, go and find me. Describe it to the audience. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to find it. Um... Top of page 109. Yeah, predators surround the corral. One takes a whiz on Wilson, but he moves out of the way for most of it. Black Predator starts up on Wilson, but he's game. Wilson swipes out with his metal arm. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. <laughs> It's not even made a big deal out of like in um, you know like all the food stuff, but yeah, it's, 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 it's so me. random. Yeah, they've turned him into a cyborg so that they can piss on him. That's <laughs> it. That's the logic. 
And I love this description line right before that. It says, this is the biggest, best Predator rodeo ever filmed, okay. exclamation point, three times. It's all in capitals. It <laughs> important stuff, this is. It needs to be emphasized, man. So, so basically, they have a fight, and then the king Predator arrives. Yeah. Um, On an actual throne. Made up of Which is carried by other predators. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's regal, man. He's, he's really important. Um, <laughs> and this is when they bring JC and Dutch in, and this is when you find out sort of that they wanted him specifically ask for him by name or something like that. <gasps> now, this is when we find out who the bad guys are. Um, so, it turns out both JC and Wilson were in on this all what? along. I don't know about Wilson actually. Do you ever find out but it's, definitively it's, if he's It's implied because of the um the mark on his the neck. Hickey, yeah. 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 Oh, but then how come Jason doesn't have it? Oh I guess he hasn't used it before. Yeah, uh, because he gets the mark when he takes it off, doesn't he, or something like that. So yeah, basically, but, uh, what are those colours for it's like it's it's, it's yeah, a translation. Yeah. He yeah. sticks like a, a, a Frankenstein bolt on his neck, and he can yeah. speak Predator. That's exactly how he describes it as well in the script. Yeah. It looks like one side of Frankenstein monster with a bolt out of his neck. Yeah. Was that the same thing as the red mark, though, or, or was that different? No, they, 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 he makes a point of it later on of um, yeah. it leaving a mark after he takes it off or something. Uh, but I see, poor Hardwick, uh, way earlier on, they all thought. Now, she got the blame for that, and they all thought, oh, you're having it away with the doctor, but it, it's like it turns out to be, ha ha, it wasn't a simple sex break, it was actually the herald of your doom to be selling the species down the river. So JC and this predator are having a nice old chat, you know, lots of clicking coming out of JC's mouth. It is. And turns out that the predator king wants JC to fight the, um, fight Dutch, which, you know, pleases Dutch, because, you know, he wants to kill the guy. And we get another pointless gladiator kind of battle in which um, Dutch kills him, doesn't he? Yeah, Dutch makes pretty light work of him, actually. Mm. This, this is the, is the, the part. Yeah, this is the bit that's yeah. described. All capitals, this is the battle we've always wanted to see. And it's just two men with spears, and Dutch takes him out in, like, five minutes. <laughs> with Predators stood around cheering him. Not even just Predator, it's like the King Predator is watching, and that is the battle we've wanted to see. Always wanted to see. I don't know what fans uh, Rodriguez are talking to about them. <laughs> and this is when Renegade comes back as well. He comes to save the day. Renegade is a Yes. Shows up in a in a predator ship and describes it. Actually describes it as a predator airship. Yes. So you know the the, the Hindenburg just rocking across. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell were you smoking when you wrote this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And this, this is with, there's literally two pages to go right now. Yeah. And I think it right now, it's like literally hundreds of predators all, but they you imagine the budget this would have had to take to costume well, that many people? They said it would be $150 million yeah. to build this. And it's got hundreds of predators on this. Thing comes up, Dutch is about to die, and it just blows the shit out of loads of predators. Mm. Um, Renegade is not fucking happy. And isn't this some stupid bit about the king here? But the Dutch Dutch charges at the king, but then rather than killing him, he, he springboards off his throne and grabs onto the ship. Mm. And then as he takes away, he looks back at him and goes, farewell to the king, and then just shoots <laughs> yeah. him in the face. 
That was the one Arnie one-liner I, I could imagine. All the rest, there aren't really typical Arnie one-liners either, except for that. The King Predator, I think, grabs Arnold's uh, ankle while the ship yes, is yes, going up into the air. And oh, that's oh like the Queen Alien and Ripley. Don't say right. Okay, yeah. And then Wilson comes out of nowhere. Yeah, but before <laughs> yeah, with, that, with the Black Predator's head. He's just like, yeah. where are you guys going? They had a big fight <laughs> off screen. I'm still down here. Yeah. Look, I've got his head. That's something else. So, so much made of the Black Predator, and then he gets beheaded off screen, off screen by <laughs> by the secondary villain, and you never even say any of that shit happened. Instead, the you description. Watch... Yeah, the description even says, "Well, what do you know? The old bastard managed to take him out. Too bad it was for nothing." And that's like at least. <laughs> <laughs> but before all that, I mean, when the King Predator shows up on his throne, all these old teenage predators come to him with skulls. And he literally knights them. Oh yeah, and he not, so I'm he saying kills he is one of them as well. Yeah, he was literally sword. he's like the King Arthur of the Predator world. He's knighting them with some kind of long sword or spear or something. One of them brings the like a what's clearly a, a, a human child's skull and the King Predator goes Roar, and and he just chops his head off. But he's literally acting as a a, a, a literal interpretation of a predator king. He does, Rodriguez does actually try and expand on the mythology here, we'll give him that, it's just (laughs) terrible, it's it's awful, completely unnecessary. And then he gets on the ship. Duchia gets on the ship and they fly off, they bring up a hologram of her, and Duchia's like... He's still wearing the translator thing. Mm. And Duchia's like, they're next. And that's it, the end. Um, No, no, not just that. Next, and then the other predator looks at him and nods solemnly. And then <laughs> he lets out the slow, low, meaning yeah. sounding click. Yeah. And when it, when he, when Dutch is going up against the king predator, it's like he says something and the clicks, and it's like he's insulted his mother or something because the description <laughs> goes, Oh, and the king didn't like whatever he said. And then they <laughs> go into one another. Oh, and that is the, 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 golden genius of the entire story. And you know what's really scary <laughs> is the fact that a lot of us wanted to see this made until we actually found yeah, out yeah. what it was. Yeah. Because for so long, all a lot of people ever knew of this particular project was that awesome script that's set on the Spanish galleon in the 17th century. I'm so glad this never came to be. <laughs> yeah, well, most, for when people heard about that, most people assumed, and I I have a feeling he might have even alluded to this in an interview once, but I could be wrong. Most people assumed it was meant to be the story of how that um, pistol from Predator 2 got into the hands of the Predator. You know, there's been a comic about that, but people assumed that this script was going to be like the live-action cinematic version, a period piece set back in like the Caribbean of how that pistol came to be in the Predator's hand. And it is nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone, everyone just assuming, oh, that's because it's, you know, pirate galleon, therefore. Mm. And yet the logical answer would have been yes. But the Robert Rodriguez answer is no. <laughs> it's actually insane. But the thing is, <laughs> yes, it is such a fun read, all the wrong. It is. It is fun. I mean, I was... This was the first, in, in prep for this, was the first time I've read it since I'd read it for the first time. And we're talking six years ago now, and I remember being so pissed off at it. You know, I was really yeah. disappointed because 
like I said earlier, it was it was when Predators was being made, so it's yeah. like, no, this this is one of the people responsible for this. Yes, 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 I had that. Feeling. But now that it's all come and gone, and it's just so funny, it's just hilarious. Well, you it should... was a close run thing because I mean, what this could they could have just made it a, a lower budget, but kept basically the same story. But this, like we said, there's a lot of the same sort of basic concepts that made it into Predators. Yeah. I'm so relieved what we got with the actual Predators mm. was as different as it was. I mean, I know a lot of people have, have issues with that film, and there are issues with that film, but it's one I've enjoyed since the first time I watched it, and I still enjoy it to this day. You know, yeah. I rewatched it not long ago with the um, with the commentary, just to see if they said anything about the old script, and I still loved it. There was um there was a, a little similarity that I noticed between this script and a scene in Predators where they're all held up in Nolan's um, drill that he's hiding out in, and <clears throat> Stans shows them his tattoo. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then in this one, they had, it was it was a woman with a snake on the guy's arm, and he moved his muscles around to make it look like they were dancing or something. Yeah. But it reminded me like it was the same idea. Just was that Cadillac? I think that was Cadillac. I think it might have been, yeah. Yeah, because I know there's this what like, um, some kind of creature in this Arca 6 that it's got massive sharp teeth and it all, it all goes right for his arm but it misses him and he says oh it almost took my tattoo and that guy says oh it almost took your arm and just laments he goes yeah but a month's pay <laughs> it's another one of those all the characters have very misplaced priorities <laughs> I, w- I have to wonder if he wrote that with genuine comedy in mind so much yeah, it is. Yeah, kind of, but it, like it would have fallen flat. Yeah, yeah, everybody would have hated it. Nobody would have liked it. No, and I'm sure some people would have loved it. Like one or two guys. Yeah, they're the kind of people that love the original Kenner toys. Hey, there's nothing wrong with those Kenner toys. <laughs> they are very outlandish. Rodriguez is clearly a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that was fun. Is there anything, anything else you guys want to? throw out about the script or anything before we... I think after reading through all that again, I just need to go and have a lie down. (laughs) (laughs) He, um, I mean, there was the the Predators we ultimately got, uh, ultimately got, there was a um, uh, a first draft for that one too, wasn't there? That was pretty bad as well, yeah. Well, that's that's what led to a lot of, a lot of what I have the bug bears about, about conceptions of the finished film. You know, because that's where all the, the black super predator stuff came from, you know, these being genetically modified predators and them having black blood and stuff like that. And that that did not go down well as well. Um, I mean, obviously, some of the elements are still there in the finished script, uh, in the finished product, sorry. But that that was, that was that, that wasn't a good one either. Weren't there some other writers that came in to rework it too? Like, he wasn't the, the no, single credited uh, writer. Robert Rodriguez didn't write the new one. It was... Alex Litvak and no, I've got it on somewhere. They just went with some of his ideas, I guess. Yeah, they, you can you can tell that they took some things from the Rodriguez script. I think I think like, it's quite obvious with them. Like yeah. the capturing people and taking them to you know where they want them. Mm. And, and the obviously, yeah, and the Black Predator as well. Okay, it was it was Mike Finch and Alex Litvak that um, that wrote Predators as we got it. And the one script that's available from that's July 12th, 2009, which is an early one. Because it opens with, like, the, the original scene. Because it wasn't supposed to open on, like, Royce flying, uh, falling through the sky. There was a little bit of that I'm captured. 
that was that the one that opened up with that strange poem about every feast I am, I am the beast or something? Uh, no. One of them has a weird. It's not one of these predator ones. No, there's only two predator scripts available, and that's the the Robert Rodriguez one where we just ripped the shit out of for two hours, <laughs> and <laughs> and and the Mike Finch and Alex Litback one with the black super predators. Well, you know what? I'm sure if he was here discussing it, he'd probably admit it as a lot that he'd uh, yeah. that too now. But well, it, yeah, it I, is I, what I do, it is. I do wonder if maybe he was. Taking a piss a bit with that, yeah. That's why it sounds like it sounds like from some of the interviews. It was just like I had like four months to kill, and I was bored, so I I wrote this and just threw whatever this shit I could think of in it. (laughs) Didn't didn't Fox approach him though? Like more than a decade later, they said, "Hey, that old script you did." Alex Alex Young, one of the fellas at Fox, went, "I found this. Make me a movie out of it." (laughs) What the fuck was that guy thinking? There must have been other versions of a Predator three they could have chosen. Um, but then that makes you wonder, were all the other ones they had just as There was a couple that used to do the rounds, which was which was his, Sam Sam Park, who did this whole concept of um, a blizzard in New York. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Did they have it in the public domain? The script wasn't. The only the only Predator mm. Three scripts are the ones that were mentioned. I remember the opening, the like the first few paragraphs got released. Yes. Uh, well, it, it didn't do a script. It was a treatment because uh, I was I was reading. Yeah. About, um, Sam Park is the guy's name, and uh, it did this treatment. Um, Predator Three: The Deadliest of Species. And it, it was, was meant to be Dutch. Yeah, it was meant to be Dutch in like, New York in this blizzard. Um, but those are the only two I can really think of. Oh, no, no, there was the Gladiator one um, that had Dutch and Harrigan being um, kidnapped and taken oh, wow. taken back to their home world. Because the Robert Rodriguez one, the one, the thing, the aspect that was made a big deal out of was the Gallium, not, mm. um, not the Gladiatorial. Well, think... to be, you know, to be fair to it, I mean, it is just basically a, a pit, they yeah. dug. It's not like a big ancient Roman sort of colosseum or anything. Mm. It's just they toss people from the cages, they drag them over, and they dump them in. Yeah, that's that's all there is of Predator Three. Well, I hope everybody's enjoyed it. It is as crazy as it sounds, and it is yeah. it is available to read in the download section, along with um, pretty much every every other script that's available in the public. Every iteration. Yeah, and so if you go on the website, if you go on the site tab, um, and then click the download section, that's that's on there. If uh, for some reason you don't know the site and you're listening to this, um, it's avpgalaxy.net. We're also on Facebook, Alien um, Alien vs Predator Galaxy, uh, on Twitter, avpgalaxy, and we've recently just opened a in- Instagram account, and that's Aliens vs Predator Galaxy as well. I think there's there's all links to the social panels on the uh, on the actual site itself, and you know it's it's pretty exciting time at the minute as well. I think there's been a lot of both Predator and Alien Covenant news, so we're really starting to to get into the meat of that, yeah. Because um, we just had the set photos yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes, yeah, yesterday. Mm. Um, so that's all starting to kick off. So you know, do keep an eye out. And, and there's let, been a little bit more concept art for Blomkamp's one that recently came out. Yeah, that was on that was Alien Day. So it's been it's been really busy. It's been there's been lots coming out, and you know, there's only really one place you need to keep an eye on. That's awesome. That's avpgalaxy.net. Shameless plugs. And, well, we haven't talked about it this time, actually, but Huda, if you just want to throw a plug in for your uh, your baby. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, 
Xenopedia, the AVP wiki that I uh, help out on, work on. Uh, yeah, come by and check it out and uh, get involved if you want to, mm. by all means. Well, cool. And that's it then, I guess. So um, thank you, everybody, for listening. You know, if you have any thoughts, um, suggestions for other podcast episodes, or, you know, if you just want to join in and rip the shit out of the film with us, then let us know down below. So this is Corporal Hicks. And Ridgetop. Xenomorphine. And who the fuck am I? <laughs> Signing off.